0: Hellberg Barbecue, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Marineland Boating Center, Myatt Fuels, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Matt Mosley, the Matt
1: Mosley Show, on the eve of Big 12 Media Days. Aaron Sexton alongside, as always... John Morris will be with me, or I'll be with him in Arlington. Ward White's will be along. Of course, you'll hear from Stephanie and John Carroll, that gang as well, on that new noon program that we have. And uh, Aaron is uh, Aaron. How many shows should we add? Uh, like a fourth show for you to be a part of? Are you uh, how you liking? Uh, a, you know, three shows now, man.
2: I like it. It's uh, more like a 9 to 5 now, which I'm kind of enjoying, especially since I don't have to worry about the 9 part. I can get here about 10-ish, 10.30.
1: I was going to say, you haven't seen 9 a.m. in several years other than on the weekend, right, on uh, on our Baylor Baylor (laughs) 7 a.m. starts. And uh, Aaron has the ability to stay up late and then sleep in a little bit. Sadly, you know, Aaron and I, he's a little bit older, uh, not by much. But I, I've sadly lost that ability. No matter how late I stay up, I cannot sleep in. I don't know when it happens, but it just happened for me. Yeah, well, then, last couple of years or whatever. Now, for a while, Aaron, I was sleeping pretty well when I had that accident because I was all hopped up on pain meds, and I could I could really get some good... Sleep in. All right, um, big show planned for you today. Bill Peterson, Baylor men's basketball, is going to join us at 4:20, and he knows JUCO ball real well. He's just a all-around great guy, and he's a great listener of ours um, on the on the show. And then he's going to tell us a little bit about Injanga. The newest Baylor Bear. And then also, Aaron, what we'll want to get into with him is his time at NBA Summer League. Now, Bill does not strike you as some kind of big Vegas guy. I don't know what Vegas people are like. Aaron, I guess it's more like you. You like Vegas. But he he likes to go and see that Summer League. And the Bears had, let's see, we had... um, Oh, you know, Keontae George was involved. I think maybe Jared Butler uh, made an appearance, and then Kendall Brown. Now Sohan it had too good of a rookie year for him to get uh, to get involved, and so it's a uh, it's a good group. And Bill has just come back from summer league, so we'll get summer league thoughts. We'll get thoughts on this this front court. Aaron, who? How many six eight? How many six seven or taller do they have now? Let's do a quick <laughs> count. Bridges, Loner, um, Ojanwana, uh Everyday John, um, uh, Eve, Missy, Missy, um, the new guy, Injanga. That's Giannis Injanga. Aaron, who am I missing? Anybody? That's, lone, that's That's a pretty good group right there. That's everybody that I just mentioned is 6'7 or larger. Now, there's somebody, Aaron, I said yesterday, one of the walk ons is 6'7. And I think his name is, last name might be Sachs. Is that Austin Sachs? Anyway, we'll throw him in there too. Okay, walk ons count. And so I think he's 6'7. Aaron, who am I missing? I mean it's a big team. Now you I mean, Langston's about like six five. He's a big guard. But this is a big crew. And I think I think Jaden Nunn may be around six three or six four. I mean, I know he's got long arms. Kind of excited to talk about him. So anybody wants uh, a question asked, or you got a baylor basketball kind of question, text us two five four. Six sixteen sixty. I'm also curious what our people, what our listeners are most excited about for Big Twelve Media Days. Big Twelve Media Day starting tomorrow. The Bears will be there. Aaron, we've got um, we got uh, Mac Roads has been booked for five p.m. All right, so Mac, we'll have to, hopefully we can uh, connect there on the floor, and we'll have our broadcast booth. I know Ward's going to have our, our special old curtain, apron, the whole thing. And, I, Aaron, I think we ought to, like, put up a huge inflatable or something. You know, put up a big billboard out in the parking lot. ESPN Central Texas has arrived. John Morris, do you have anything that we could put up, like a like something out in a parking lot, like a big sandwich board. <laughs> Aaron, do you think John has anything, any pennants or something? We need to kind of – I've been looking, by the way, Aaron, at, our, uh, at what we're going to have. There's a friend of ours named Randy who works for Baylor, and he's been putting some beautiful mock-ups together for the desk that we're going to have from our pregame show. The uh, Office of Baylor alumni um, – tailgate show all right with Furch and the whole gang Doug Furch and Paul everybody whoa Ryan I really like that crew out there and Aaron the um the desk where I'm gonna be sitting is gonna be really I mean I've seen some of the pictures and everything and it's nice now Aaron can you bring us up to date on the all-star? Uh, home run derby okay we got the tonight i've been watching all the rangers players their wives their kids they're all dressed up they just did the red carpet type walk a little while ago we're gonna have a lot of fun with this all-star game but aaron i'm i'm sure you watch some of the derby i gotta say most impressive to me i don't think he won it okay i was watching kind of the early rounds and all Aaron, was it – did Vlad or Rosarina, somebody like that, won it? Because Pete Alonso was waiting. Pete Alonzo was waiting. I thought, Aaron, you, he's won it twice. We thought he was going to win. Uh, but that Julio – Aaron, what's his name from Seattle? Julio Rodriguez? Yes. Whoa. Now, to me, again, I don't really care who wins it. I get more into who has the best – performance who has the best overall round that kind of thing and that was the guy that caught my eye the most julio rodriguez i don't know if he's even having that great of a season but oh julio down by the schoolyard the launch angle was crazy uh the 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 amount of balls that were going up there in the second deck it was unbelievable now Aaron, we got to get those little kids out of the outfield Some kid had to get carried out because he took a line drive off the face. I mean, do we really think that's smart to have a bunch of kids out there, teenagers, and and some of them are young. Some of them are like 8, 10 years old, running around, shagging like balls that are being ripped out there. I mean, these aren't just like, oh, they're hitting, hitting some grounders out here. Some of those, they are rifling out there. One hit a kid in the face. And they had to carry the kid out of there. Is that really a smart deal to have just kind of, you know, 50 or 75 kids just milling around out there, some of them not paying attention, and line drives coming flying out there? Aaron, I don't want to be the old, you know, fuddy dud, but I say get the kids off the field. Or get, like, top high school players or something, you know, good people that can defend themselves against a dadgum line drive can't have little kids out there running around oh my gosh Aaron you think they make those kids sign a waiver <laughs> before they go out there oh that was uh I did not like seeing that now Aaron what did you what did you make of the home run derby and did it go you know somewhat like you thought it would
2: no it never does <laughs> It's a, yeah they're all great home run hitters it's just a matter of who's going to kind of catch their stroke and it also matters how good a pitching pitches you're getting um I think that kind of uh affected Adolis Garcia last night in that he wasn't getting great pitches to hit and uh, that can affect it a lot but there's usually someone that has an insane round before the final round, and they end up losing in the finals like Josh Hamilton did, and uh, that happened last night with Rodriguez.
1: I kind of know what you're talking about. The guy throwing to Rodriguez didn't have your normal follow-through on his pitches. He sort of put his arm out there and grooved it in. And, and Aaron, you know what I'm talking about. If you saw Rodriguez last night, that dude kind of – was putting it exactly where he wanted it. Mm-hmm. Now Aaron, I, I did not know you would come on today bad mouthing <laughs> poor Tony Beasley. So Rangers. <laughs> um yeah, Beasley went out there, didn't quite get it done in that round against his buddy. Was that a Rosarina in that round? Mm-hmm. I think he got beat twenty four to seventeen. Seventeen's not bad. I'll tell you who wasn't up to the task
3: was Mookie our guy bets. Mookie.
1: He he, he
2: only did it because his wife wanted him to, supposedly, and I think that showed (laughs) only 11 home runs.
1: His wife was out there with a little baby. Worries me to see the bats and the balls and everything and people bringing little babies onto the field and all that. But I guess there weren't any, like, vicious fouls. It was just out in the outfield. I guess they didn't put the baby out there, but, geez. Did you see that, Aaron? Have you seen uh, footage? Of the kid taking one off the noggin and getting carried out of there?
2: I did. I saw that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, let's uh, let's please do something about that. Man, I'm excited to talk to Baylor's own Bill Peterson. Oh, and I've got an announcement to make. At 5 o'clock, Joey McGuire returns to the Matt Mosley Show. He still listens to us out there in Lubbock. He's probably listening right now. And Joey is, uh, we're going to have him on and and get to visit. And there's a really good story today in the Dallas Morning News about Joey and his family. He's going around doing all these weddings. Really, Joey's a man for all seasons. And Joey McGuire, as he gets ready for Big 12 Media Days, will join us. Now, Aaron, I'm kind of mad at myself. What I probably, now Joey's great. We may have Aranda on tomorrow, Coach Aranda. We'll have Mac Rhodes at five o'clock tomorrow. I really, Aaron, should have tried. Uh, and I got to hand it to the Cincinnati SID; they reached out uh, Thursday, Aaron. I've got the AD on, and, and I'm going to need you to record it. By the way, now that I'm telling you on the air uh, at 11:30, Aaron. But it sounds like you you come rolling in there before that, so we should be good. Um, but I got the athletic director from University of Cincinnati. All right. And um, that is, I think his name's John Cunningham. He's an interesting guy. And then I think we may have the head coach, Coach Satterfield. Now, Aaron, they, they were saying to me that, that for some reason our live show did not appear on their Excel spreadsheet. And I, I told the SID, I'm like, listen, I, I am the last person that will ever be able to get us on a spreadsheet. There's just no, there's no way to get that done. Uh, but, Aaron, that's okay. Cincinnati tracked us down anyway, but I think we should kind of zero in on BYU and some of these other schools, and we'll have all the uh, recordings of the coaches. We'll play some of those for you uh, as the day unfolds. Tomorrow, I'll be doing the show during, Aaron, the, um, like the cocktail hour. Well, I don't know if they'll have cocktails. I mean, it it's some kind of meet and greet. Like a mixer, uh, with the Big 12 media, now, Aaron. Doesn't that sound like something where they'll put some decent food and have some drinks out? I mean, uh, ooh, oh, that could make the BYU people uncomfortable. But I do think they're going to have kind of a little cocktail hour, mixing hour, while we're on. So, Aaron, that's why. That's why I might, I might let some of the, some of the folks get a few drinks in them, and then we'll get them over on the air, okay? And then we'll kind of maybe they'll open up about some of these different things. That'll be, uh, that'll be good. But, uh, Aaron, are you excited about Big 12 Media Days?
2: I am. I'm hoping. I doubt it will happen, but I'm hoping there will be some type of big announcement during Media Days.
4: Ooh,
1: Aaron. You never tomorrow, know. Tomorrow, Aaron, um, noon is Brett Yarmark. And Ward is taking uh, – no man has more equipment than Ward when it comes to live radio. And so Ward will have like 17 different cables connected. I'm worried Ward may short circuit the whole system. But Ward does a wonderful job with all his uh, technical gaz- gadgetry. Aaron, do you think? Do you think I'll show up with several things? You know, kind of like containers of equipment and some wires and that kind of thing. What do you think, Aaron? I will have. When I show up for Big Twelve Media Day, you had to guess what will what will I arrive with?
2: Coffee and maybe a notepad. <laughs> maybe <laughs> if you don't leave it in the car.
1: Don't forget my phone. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, we'll have the phone every- involved. But um, yeah, notepad. But uh, boy, Ward and John Moore. John's a good technical guy too. Anybody that has TV backgrounds had to kind of learn the technical side of the business. I was in law school, and they were not teaching. They were teaching us a lot, but none of it was like gadgets and technical kind of stuff. And I somehow skipped all the radio lessons where you learn how to turn things on. Like, Aaron, if I had to do what you're doing right now, we would never get on the air again. Like, there's no way I would be able to learn it. I wouldn't try is one one of the main reasons. But anyway, so that's why I have tremendous respect, Aaron, for all your producing and and, uh, board-opping skills. All right, it's Matt Mosley's show, ESPN Central Texas. And we're excited to have Baylor assistant coach, Bill Peterson returns
5: to the Mosley Show next. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com.
3: In business since the 1940s, Alamo Steel of Waco delivers over 30,000 tons of steel nationwide every year. And now they're looking to grow their team. They're hiring fitters, welders, machine operators, maintenance and electrical technicians, and supervisors for their plant. Day and evening shifts are available. After 90 days of full-time employment, Alamo Steel offers a comprehensive benefits plan, including medical, dental, vision, short and long-term disability, life insurance, 401K, and more. Full-time positions offer 40-plus hours per week. PTO begins day one of full-time employment. Hourly employees are paid weekly. At Alamo Steel, they believe in above-average pay to attract well-qualified individuals. Apply in person Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, 2784 Old Dallas Road, one block off I-35 in Lacey Lakeview.
5: Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at syntechsportsfan.com Southern Drag Mode Association, LLC, presents the original Duel on the Brazos 2023 at Brazos Park in East Waco on Saturday, July
8: 22nd and Sunday, July 23rd. The fastest show on water. Gates open at 8 a.m. Racing begins at 8.30. Daily tickets are $30. Weekend pass, $50. And cooler pass, $20. Get your tickets now at Submar.com. Duel on the Brazos 2023 at Brazos Park in East Waco, sponsored by Mission Golf Cars. Waco's local Easy Go customer golf and utility vehicle dealers. Rads of Speed and Supply, SoCal Speed Shop, Premier Innovations, fun for the whole family. Elevate your career
0: with a new job at Time Manufacturing Company. First, second, and third shifts are available. CNC machinists start at $21 an hour. Welders start at $22 an hour. And second and third shift differential is an additional $2.50 an hour. Time Manufacturing is a leading global manufacturer of vehicle-mounted aerial lifts, digger derricks, bucket trucks, and bridge inspection equipment. Drop by their location at 7601 Imperial Drive
8: in Waco to apply. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way so it makes sense to have the best mcadams and sons roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset experienced professionals using only the best materials so for new construction re-roofs repairs or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think mcadams and sons roofing first and now mcadams and sons roofing are installing seamless gutters they're insured and an a plus rating on the bbb mcadams and sons roofing will come out take a look at your roof and handle all the insurance process for you don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof let a real professional you trust do the work for you put mcadams and sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over central texas check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid
5: now back to the matt mosley show ESPN Central Texas. Now here again is Matt Mosley.
1: All right, Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Bill Peterson joining us now, and uh, Bill, welcome back from Vegas. Thanks, Matt. I appreciate appreciate you being on with us. How are you doing today? I'm doing good, Matt. Enjoyed my time in Vegas, and
9: glad to be back uh, here in Waco. Uh, with our guys and uh, practicing and working
1: out. Coach, do you have a favorite place to stay in Vegas? Are you a uh, – <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I, I don't – you've never struck me as a huge Vegas guy, but I bet, no, you know, maybe – <laughs> No, I'm not. I do
9: have a favorite place, though. When I was in the NBA, we stayed at a Four Seasons that was off the strip, and there were a lot of places to eat around it when I was with the Bucks. But now that I'm at Baylor, I stay at a courtyard by Marriott over by the convention center, and I stay there because there's a lot of places to walk around it. Uh, it's, not, it's not close to the strip, and it's kind of easy to get in and out of. So it uh, fits me and my needs, what I want to do in the short time I'm out there.
1: Have you ever caught a show in Vegas? Or did you ever yes, have time? Uh, in-
9: long time ago, long time ago, I caught a magic show. <laughs> and then uh I don't know, I just want to appeal to you young listeners that probably will you. I worked at camp years and years ago out there, and I saw a comedian named Don wrinkles, okay and uh in person live, he was great, and he obviously he's passed away now, but uh, he was very famous at one time in de- one time in the comedian work comic world.
1: yeah, I mean he he was kind of known for his insults. And yes, <laughs> yes, yes. I said, I
9: said uh, the guy was with. He was a big time coach, and uh, I sat in the front. I was working his camp, and he went down the front of all the tables and every person, and he insulted everybody there. He was great. Everybody was laughing <laughs> and hollering, and that's what he was good at. And he said something about me, just like he did the guy I was with. Went down the line.
1: <laughs> Don Rickles said something about you in a Vegas comedy show I like that yeah. now tell me what coach you were with see you know you've got my curiosity up what big uh, name know, coach know, an
9: old, old-time guy named Ed Hall he was an assistant at Tennessee and he was an assistant for a guy named Sonny Allen who coached at the University of Nevada Reno and his son Billy Allen played for him and Billy now lives in Dallas and is in a, a big rep for Adidas and uh, I, he was his number one assistant years and years. This is when I first got in coaching. And uh, Ed Hall was the assistant there. And uh, maybe for older people, he worked for uh, Tennessee a long, long time ago for a guy named Ray Mears, who was a really famous basketball coach in the SEC when Joby Hall was coaching and people like that.
1: So. Run, Sonny, run, come on now, yes. I was a kid yes. going to those s m u games when Sonny Allen yes. was over there, and Billy yeah. might have been playing for him at the time, and then yes, David Peeler ended up becoming a great friend yes. of mine, but yeah, i those days uh I recall, and I think Sonny was followed by a name which will not be mentioned, but uh yeah, yeah over over there on the campus s m u had some good teams back in the day, especially when Cato and and uh yes. and butch and uh and if they would had larry if larry johnson had gotten to campus they would have won a national title i mean they were very, they were very really very good fun. even without him yes they yeah. were.
9: run yeah run he was famous for the fast break baby long time yeah
1: before. they would they would uh move it around a little bit all right so tell me about summer league what was that like uh, uh keante hey. just went off i mean that's pretty fun yeah,
9: yeah he's played really well it was it was unlike anything I've ever been to as far as, it's almost like a circus atmosphere, so many people there, because the the big uh, kid from France when bignana. I mean, there, it was, the games were sold out. You couldn't buy a ticket when he played, and there's so many people there uh, to see him play. So a lot more people than normal. It's not just the normal basketball community, and the NBA is obviously promoted it great, and people take their vacations out there this week uh, to be a part of it. They go over and watch a couple games, and after every game, there's a Thomas and Mac, they play, and there's another auxiliary gym, Cox Pavilion. They take a player from each game, and they sit in a big long hall, and kids can get autographs. They got, just like at the Final Four, they got all these shooting machines, and they got all these exhibits, and, you know, it's like a convention almost, and there's so many people out there. And I Scott lets me go out and watch our guys play. I watched Jared Butler. I had dinner with him. Busy uh, with Keontae and Keontae's mother. I watched him play, and then I also got to watch Kendall Brown play the two days I was out there, and you know, is in a great situation. One of the things that's really helped him is they need a point guard. And he's got a really elite skill to pass. He had it when he was here, even though people didn't see it as much because he was, you know, more on the wing for us. But uh, he, he's always been a good passer, and he got himself in shape. He's lost almost 20 pounds, and it really helped him, too, that he played. he played the week before in Salt Lake City in something called the Rocky Mountain Review. So he played summer league before, so he had three games under his belt. So it really, really helped him to come into Vegas, already having played three games against other guys that are, you know, trying to play in the NBA and you know some fringe guys and some guys that are roster guys playing. So I think that helped uh, his preparedness uh, for when he went out and played in Vegas.
1: I didn't know he had 20 pounds to lose. That's pretty interesting. So he yeah. he yeah. is pretty uh, uh, sculpted or whatever. Yeah. Uh, dropped some goes. weight and all. Very
9: lean. Yeah, I had a guy yeah. text me, one of my friends, a scout, went and saw him play, and he was in, you know, every NBA team sends all their scouts there to look for fringe guys, and free agents, and people like that, and, uh, you know, he, he just, he said, hey, um, I couldn't believe it when I walked in the gym, could not believe it, so he said he looked like a different person,
1: so he's done wow. a good job with his weight. Yeah, yeah, that's, um, yeah, uh, and if he hadn't have gotten banged up, you know, people act yeah. like he was, you know, that, that was, that part of it was disappointing, but he was yeah. on, he was on one of the great freshman, you know, uh, runs in Baylor history. I don't think there'd ever been a freshman who was doing what he was doing. So when I hear people say, oh, that was, I didn't, that was disappointing how he finished all that, part of that's because yeah. he was so great for whatever month that was december or maybe it was into right january and then that deal happened and he wasn't quite the same the rest yeah. of the season I, I mean do you think yeah. that's accurate
9: yes he sprained his ankle and you know it took him a while to come back he wasn't 100 percent healthy and uh he, he probably came back a little too soon to play in the conference tournament but he wanted to play and that's one of the things people like about him he loves to play you know and, and he loves to play and he's done a good job and you know, he continues to get better. and You know, Summer League's just a learning experience. It's not the end. It's the beginning. And I told him out there, I said, you're playing good. You're learning. But uh, it's just the start. You know, don't put so much into it like, you know, this is a great thing and this is awesome. It's good that you're playing well. But are you mm-hmm. getting prepared to play when the regular season starts in the NBA? That's, that's the most important thing.
1: Bill, did you happen to see Britney Spears while you were in town?
9: No, I did not. I was not in okay. those uh, – surroundings with Britney Spears mm-hmm. and Victor Wimbani. No, I wasn't in that crowd.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: that got some uh, play. Bill Peterson, yes, Baylor assistant is. coach on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. What about this front court, Bill, that you guys have assembled? I mean, this is starting to look like one of your old NBA teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, your yeah, background, gotta... I mean, this is six seven. I remember you telling me, hey, we need to get a little bigger, need to – Need to, you yep. know, some of the things that you know y'all are needing to do, and it does seem like you've addressed a lot of that. And then you keep adding. Uh, yep. Giannis Injanga arrives yeah. on campus. He was on our show yesterday. Seems like a great uh-huh. young guy. Um yeah, but I mean that he's another. I mean, how many six seven or taller? I was just counting them up. I mean, with Bridges, Loner, Eve, EJ, Josh, now Giannis. I didn't want to your walk-ons, a six, seven guy or pretty tall. I mean, it's, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) that that is some serious size, Bill.
9: Giannis is really athletic and he's got good upside. And the best thing is we're going to redshirt him and that's the plan. And, uh, you know, he's a little behind, maybe skill wise, because you know where he came from and everything. Um, but he's a great kid, Matt, and he really wants to be here and, you know, obviously we have great we've had great success with kids from, you know, Africa. I mean, John has just been awesome, and Josh, and now we got E, and uh, they have a great, uh, you know, they have a great uh, ability to learn, and, and they like it here. And um, as soon as, you know, he keeps improving, he's gonna help us in practice. He's a tremendous athlete now. He's he's got a plus five and a half wingspan, you know, so, and he's a very good athlete. He loves to defend, and we're excited to see where he can go, and we you know, how good he can be, and uh, he'll help us greatly in practice this year, and you know, hopefully he'll 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 blossom and and be a real plus for us, then in the next two years. So
1: now, um, how how did he get on your radar, Bill? I mean, you you have a knack for finding some of these JUCO kids. He yeah. was at New Mexico uh, Military Institute. Yeah how how did uh, did somebody say hey check this guy out or a friend no, of yours this, there's always a great contact is, and yeah
9: yeah this is the way it was there's a guy named Francois who's a kind of an agent in Europe who is also John's agent or his mentor and uh he had this kid at New Mexico military um Giannis and I was trying to help him go to junior college because he was leaving New Mexico military and the farther I got into it and he sent me his records and say, you know, he might be eligible Division One. And uh, I said, well, let's see. So we got all his records and we gave it to our compliance people and it ran through the NCA. And lo and behold, he's eligible Division One. I. I mean, the more I started talking about it, I watched film, talking to him. I talked to some of my friends that once saw him play, and I said, well, you know, we might have some interest, but we wouldn't want to ruin a year of his eligibility. Okay? Would he have interest in redshirting? And he had some lower division ones that were recruiting him. He averaged 13.5 points and 8.5 and rebounds uh, mm-hmm. last year in his first year in JUCO. And
2: uh,
9: I kept talking to him more and more, and he kept saying, Coach, I just want to come and learn, and I'd love to be a Baylor Bear. And I talked to his advisor, and we kept going farther on, and he said, I don't really want to go to these division ones low level where I can play right away. Uh, I brought it to Scott, and I said, Scott, you know, at this day and time, we don't need 13 scholarship guys. You know, we, we need 11. We need because 12 and 13 aren't going to play, and they're going to leave. They're going to go in the portal, and we're, we're going to be wasting money because you know, on any really good team, you're not going to play 11, uh, 12, 13. You're not going to play. So now we got a guy for practice that's going to be a good player that can be redshirted, and you know this, Matt. You've been around our program. And we all firmly believe the reason we won a national championship is that four of our five starters had redshirted at one point or another. Before they played at Baylor, you know, David Mitchell redshirted, Macy O'Tigue redshirted, Adam Flagler redshirted, uh, even Mark Vidal had redshirted before that. So uh, that redshirt year just helps them so much, and kids don't want to do that anymore. But here was a kid who wanted to do it, and can't teach him how to be six, seven and a half with a plus five and a half wingspan. So we thought it was a pretty good opportunity for a good young man to come in and help us and get better and uh, fit kind of what we needed in having another big, long four man. Uh, who can play a little bit on the perimeter.
1: Man, I like this. I love the story. And and that's why you were such a trusted advisor to Scott on things like that. Because, you know, Scott's trying to get everybody, every McDonald's All-American in, in the yeah. world, you know, on that roster. And I get what you're saying. Those guys are leaving. You all had a couple of guys that weren't playing a lot that did stay, you know, won a national yeah. title and have, have kind of finally moved on. But that's rare. Yeah. That's rare yes. if there's somebody that could be playing somewhere, they're going to go play somewhere, but yes, um, this are. has been a, yes, this has are. been an interesting off season for y'all uh, R j and and then Jaden Nunn, tell me a little bit uh, Bill about the you know how they've tried to they fit in with the culture and kind of and you know what you've been able to see in these summer workouts
9: Boy, how have they Ray j, how have they fit Ray in RJ Dennis Ray J. Dennis has been really good. What a smart individual! You know, he's played four years. He's a man. He's not a kid. He's real you know, polished. You know, he understands his role. He's going to be a really good point guard in the Big 12. I mean, you know, he's coming to the best league in the country. He was a MAC Player of the Year, and I think he understands how to run a team. He's just he's got to get he's got to get better with the physicality of our league. But had uh, really enjoyed working with him. He's the kind of kid, Matt. You know, he wants to play professionally. Every day after practice, he comes over and says, what do you got for me today, coach? What do you got for me? You know, I, I want to be a pro. You know, and we'll sit and talk five, ten minutes. You know, and he, he's just really, you know, he, he wants he has a goal in mind and he wants us to be really good. He wants us to win in the tournament. And he knows he has to keep getting better. And you, you love those kind of guys. And he's played four years. Uh, so, hey, he was actually at Summer League this weekend. Him and a buddy, I saw him in the hallway. He came over and said hello. We talked about ten minutes. Uh, he was out there watching a couple of his guys that had played at Toledo and uh, just wanted to support him, and he came back Sunday night and was here for workouts Monday. And then Jaden Nunn is, man, he, he fits our culture so well. He's tough and he's aggressive. He's got to learn to be uh, better offensively as far as attacking the basket, but he can flat guard. We will not be like last year defensively. We we have taken a huge step up As this kid, he'll, he'll – you know, he'll bite your nose off. He'll bite you. He'll get in your stuff and be on you know, all over the place. And He'll crack you and hit you. And he says, I don't like when people score on me, coach. I don't like it at all. It's not good. And, you know, I, we love that kind of toughness. That, that's that's how you win championships. When guys say, no, you're not scoring. We're shutting you down. And uh, he continues to develop. And he's got two years to play, too. You know, he's played two years at BCU. And obviously, played in a good league. And he played well. And uh, that both of them are really good, teachable guys, and uh, they're going to fit us very, very well, and we're excited to have both of them.
1: Well, you're getting me fired up. I mean, that kind of defense, <laughs> that kind of dog mentality, that kind of nasty yeah. is what you guys need. And uh, I know yeah. that was, uh, y'all are a great offensive team last year, ranked extremely high, but the defense wasn't up to the standard. And that, and Bill, that's a hard thing to change, isn't it? In midstream, yes, it, in the middle of the yes, season. Oh, okay, let's change what we're doing. And y'all tried yeah. and tried to, to bring the zone back. Scott started yeah. going back to the zone. I said, "Wait, what's yeah. Scott doing? He's he's going back to the old days." But uh, yeah. so this will look like kind of what Baylor fans have come to expect. Yes. Yeah, very,
9: very much so. I mean, you know, Scott uh, bless his heart. He, he he's a guy that looks for answers. Okay, I mean, he wants solutions can complain all you want. This isn't good, and this doesn't work, and everything. Let's figure it out. And we did try and play some zone, and it didn't work very well. And but he was searching for answers. And you know we were very very good offensively, but we weren't good enough defensively. This team will be way way different. I don't know that we'll be as good offensively, but man, we are long and athletic, and we have size all over the place. And we got a couple couple dudes on that floor. They're going to guard their butts off. They're going to be nasty, and they're going to hit you. One of the things we really focused in the summer is. Getting over ball screens when you're guarding a perimeter guard. Don't get hit all the time. Don't get hit. You got to be tougher. You got to be tougher. And now we got guys telling each other, "All right, hey, hey, man, hey, get over. You can't get hit. Come on, we're not doing that here." You know. And when you start getting a bunch of guys doing that, that's just going to build, build, and build and build and just make you a better team uh, to win big games.
1: All right. I mean, don't let them hurt each other. I mean, it sounds like you're kind of getting <laughs> after each other out there. So you know, get them, get them to they, the dance on time. <laughs>
9: yeah they, they do get after each other which we love
1: you know, how's up uh, obviously how's your how's your guy uh dantuan grimes what's he up to good. i uh he's playing yeah, so, pretty well
9: too you know he, he he's really quick and athletic and he's one of the guys that falls in there with Jaden nunn and kind of developed a little defensive mentality for himself and uh jared Nunes said the other day he said man Antoine, he he is hard as heck to screen he gets over every ball screen and that's kind of his identity now. He can pick up full court, you know, and he loves to pressure the ball, and he's got great speed and quickness. And we got a lot of guys that really fit pretty well together right now on our team. And, you know, only having 11 guys eligible uh, is probably helping us, and it, all of them kind of see maybe a little bit where they could, might play a little bit. And, uh, you know, hopefully uh, our whole overall group will take a step up defensively and how hard we play and just how hard we compete. And uh, you know we got a couple guys on the team that are pretty good NBA prospects too. I mean, a lot of the scouts in, in uh, Vegas were asking me, "Well, what about this guy? What about that guy? How's he doing?" So I, I would imagine before November one, we'll have all 30 NBA teams in here again,
1: watching our guys. Yeah, I mean, Jacoby Walter's name's already showing yes. up. I'm sure you'd yep. like to see him play one game for you before they start showing up on these yeah. lottery lists. Yeah. yeah, That'd be really great. Let's let him do something first, okay? I mean, it's funny how Sohan did it. He wasn't on any lottery list, was he? Yep. And and then he no, he, he got the chance to y'all put him in a good spot and he yep. played his tail off yep. and then he suddenly yep. becomes a lottery player. When y'all yep. brought him in, you weren't thinking, Well, he's gonna be a lottery no. guy. You were just like, Let's develop Never. him the best we can. Yeah
9: we thought I I sat with John Jacobs one day, you know, John's the one that led the recruiting on him. And uh, I said, you know, he'll probably be a two year guy, you know, but he's going to be really good. You can just see him keep growing. And Scott did a great job, putting him in advantageous positions and the ability to run the offense out there and move the ball and let him kind of set things up for us, like a swing power forward. And boy, he just took off and, you know, his skills and his elite athleticism and, I talked to the Spurs guy out in Vegas, and they absolutely love him. They think they got a steal at the ninth pick in the draft. You know, and they're so excited. I mean, he's, he's he played backup point guard for the Spurs this year, some in the NBA, and they love his versatility and his basketball acumen. You know, and uh, I didn't think it'd come this quick, but uh, it did. And you know, it, it was fun when he was here. I wish he would have stayed longer, but uh, he's a heck of a talent for sure
1: are you going to coach as long as pop? I mean, pop just did a five-year extension. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're, you're quite a bit younger than pop, but I mean, yeah. you've been doing it for a while.
9: Yeah. I'm five years younger than him. I think he's, or six years, he's 72 and I'm 66. But yeah, a couple of people asked, when are you going to retire? When are you going to stop coaching? I'm like, well, what am I going to do? I love doing it. And I, I don't know, if most people know, obviously I haven't been able to be on the floor, but July 1, that changed. We were able to add two coaches, so now me and Tweety Carter are on the floor coaching every day. I get to do workouts. Uh, Scott's given me a couple of small defensive responsibilities, um, so I love it. I love being around the kids. It keeps me young, and I still have great energy, and uh, it's fun. I mean, I, I don't know why I would quit you know, when I'm doing something. I don't come to work every day. I come to have fun, and I have a great passion for it, and uh, I just enjoy our players fire me up, and I love being around them, and we have a great group of kids, and we have a great staff, as you well know. So it's fun to be around those kind of people every day. All
1: right. If you ever retire, you just come do radio with me, okay? I mean, that keeps you invested in all of that. But, uh, well, Bill, that's fun. It's fun to get to catch up with you, and uh, y'all are all over the place. The Peach Jam, Vegas, wherever that USA – deal uh yep. jacus is overseas i mean would you think he would yeah. sit uh share some of his air miles with us
9: uh, i mean i <laughs> if he did you'd be spent for a long time with all his miles from being overseas
1: for sure goodness gracious we got to watch yeah, and make sure he's not doing too much sightseeing but you know john <laughs> he's he's wired for hoops you know if there's yes, for any is. trip he's not taking yeah. any side trips because that's not like him you know i would he, be over there looking at every you know i'd be in transylvania looking at dracula's castle <laughs> the whole thing yeah. and john's yeah. just like oh, i don't have time for that i gotta go yeah. uh, there's a seven foot five guy
9: yep he goes to the gym and he finds them and he watches them and he makes the right connections and uh, they're all i know all our guys are going to vegas there's a big tournament this weekend in vegas a high school tournament saturday and uh i think they're all going out uh, friday to watch summer league too i know scott and ab and jared and John are all going out for the day to watch uh, watch our guys play. And it's always fun to see your guys out there and kind of help them and you know pump them up and just tell them you're proud of them and just help them in their careers move forward.
1: Yeah, that's very cool that y'all y'all do that. We'll keep our eye on. There's a kid out of Lake Highlands that we all have our eye yeah, on yeah, as well. Yeah. We'll keep our we'll yep. keep our eye on him as well. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Bill, thank watch you. Pre- sure. Yeah, yeah. Pre- I, I appreciate it. Great to visit with okay. you. And uh, look forward to seeing you in person soon. Okay. All right, see you, Matt. Thank you. Uh, you bet, Bill Peterson. There he goes. And uh, Bill's been doing it a while. He's been in the NBA, and uh, he's he's a trusted advisor to Scott and Aaron. You could kind of see why. <clears throat> it's just kind of like Bill just Bill's not like, oh man, I you know I'm worried about saying this. Bill just tells it like it is, and he's been doing it too long to worry yeah. about this or that. And uh, I love it. We find out so much and learn from him. And he's a great uh, listener to the show. He listens to the show when he gets a chance, and we love having him out there. All right, um, it is time
5: for some Campus Confidential. That is next. Is ESPN Central Texas.
3: Introducing
8: the new B.O.B., Ballin' on a Budget Family Pack at Hellberg Barbecue. The B.O.B. Family Pack feeds up to four people. It includes one pound of pork steak, a smoked then fried half chicken, half pound of sausage, two pint sides, and a pint of their famous banana pudding, all for $40. And Thursdays from 4 until 7, you can save 20% on this deal. The B.O.B. Family Pack is available for just $32. Hellberg Barbecue, 8532 North Highway 6, Waco.
5: You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios.
4: You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central central national bank member fdic
6: central national bank your leading independent bank with locations in waco temple and austin and also at cnbwaco.com
8: are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Southern Drag Mode Association, LLC, presents the original Duel on the Brasses 2023 at Brass Clark. Park in East Waco on Saturday, July 22nd and Sunday, July 23rd. The fastest show on water. Gates open at 8 a.m. Racing begins at 8 30. Daily tickets are $30. Weekend pass $50. And Cooler Pass $20. Get your tickets now at Submar.com. Dual on the Brazos 2023 at Brazos Park in East Waco, sponsored by Mission Golf Cars. Waco's local Easy Go Custom Golf and Utility Vehicle Dealer. Brazos speed and Supply. SoCal Speed Shop. Premier Innovations. Fun for the whole family. Campus Confidential is brought to you by Jim Turner Chevrolet, where they say we're just
5: a heartbeat away in McGregor, and we treat you like family. Check them out at TurnerChevy.com. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley.
1: What is Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show? And uh, Aaron, since we last talked, there was uh, big-time breaking news last night. With that Northwestern situation, and I would imagine you're uh, planning to hit that at some point today, Aaron. Feel free to start with that because what a what a sorted story. It's going to get ugly. Going to be lawsuits involved, and unfortunately, we, uh, as Baylor fans, know a thing or two about scandals. And uh, Aaron, tough, tough uh, deal all the way around for the news coming out of the Big Ten northwestern
2: yeah and there seems like there's an update on the story about every hour Um, since we gave you the story yesterday northwestern football coach pat fitzgerald has been fired over the hazing incidents that have been reported uh, by espn and other sources the last couple of days now today ESPN is reporting that Northwestern will retain its assistant coaches and support staff for the 2023 season in the wake of the firing of coach Pat Fitzgerald athletic director Derek Gregg who returned Tuesday from an overseas trip informed the coaches and staff of their status in a meeting he's set to meet with the team sometime today defensive coordinator David Brom is the man is managing the program as a liaison and could become the Wildcats' interim coach, according to sources.
1: Yeah, acting coach, they're just going to try to keep everything together. You could have people trying to transfer out of there. There's people angry. There's people that played for this staff or came there for Coach Fitzgerald. A lot of the people on that staff. Going to be massive changes. But the way this thing was heading and – and I know people are out there and they, they think this is uh, – why did the president change his mind? He gave in to public pressure. Well, maybe so. But also, it does sound like they had an investigation and it was not just like one or two people that were involved in this. They talked to a lot of different people. And, you know, the thought is that the coach should have known at some point. Maybe he can prove and maybe he didn't know exactly what was going on. But as we've seen in the past, people – Uh, The head coach, a lot of times when there's a big scandal like this, is going to pay for it with his job. You know, Pat Fitzgerald has been around there forever. Aaron, he played there. He was an assistant coach there for four or five years. Then he became the, the head coach for like the last 17 years. So in all, it's like 26 years. He's been at Northwestern. He is out. And, uh, Aaron, it's pretty messy, isn't it? The coaching, I mean, this whole thing and the scandal with that. And then, of course, what's happening in Morgantown. Pretty messy stuff going on with these athletic departments right now.
2: Yeah, and uh, didn't mention it when I was talking about the story, but obviously the former coach, Pat Fitzgerald, has retained an attorney. And uh, he's going to try to get his money, and they owe him quite a bit. So... We'll see how that plays out. You mentioned Bob Huggins, and there's also (laughs) obviously more to an update to that story. The potential legal battle between Bob Huggins and West Virginia continued to build with Huggins releasing a statement late yesterday saying he'd never submitted a resignation notice to the school and should therefore still be employed as its men's basketball coach. A June 17th announcement released by the school and attributed to Huggins indicated he was stepping down following his arrest for DUI. The arrest came just six weeks after Huggins used an anti-gay slur in a radio interview, which had already resulted in a three-game suspension and a $1 million salary. However, in his statement yesterday, Huggins said the June 17th announcement was not written by him. He said, quote, I did not draft a review. WVU's statement: This false statement was sent under my name, but no signature is included. I am employed by WVU pursuant to an employment agreement.
1: Too bad. It's just too bad that it had to end this way. A lot of ugliness. Uh, West Virginia has had to come back and kind of show, you know, in their words what they believe the agreement was. Um it's it's just it's an embarrassment. It's and it's just awful to see such a legendary coach go out this way. And I mean, maybe he has some ground to stand on. Maybe they should have handled something. But I mean again, some of his exit, whatever he's owed, the millions, whatever. I mean, part of these things is these guys don't want to get fired for cause because in their contracts, there's a lot more money. There's generally some form of a settlement that can be reached. But this, this, uh, where he said he it wants to be restate, re, you know, restated as the head coach immediately. This is delusional stuff. I mean, this is really um, this is embarrassing for everybody, namely himself. I mean, he he had gone willingly to a rehab center to try to turn his life around and 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 you know some of the things that led to this incident and now he's kind of come out in this legal fight and aaron i'm sorry i hope he is getting help but it's hard to believe that he's getting great help if he's fighting some kind of public legal battle i don't normally think aaron you're like in a rehab clinic you know being able to put out statements and everything now you have attorneys that can do all that and maybe he is Maybe he is seeking and getting the treatment he needs. But, man, it is – you know, Aaron, you know, you just don't want to – when you're trying to turn your life around, the last thing you need are these huge, stressful-type moments. And and this is – there's a lot going on here. Very frustrating and and, uh, embarrassing for everybody involved.
2: The latest Heisman odds for this year are out. No surprise at who the Heisman favorite is, according to Caesar Sportsbook. Any guesses?
1: Well, I would say the USC quarterback again. I mean, has to be at the very top. He I mean, I, I would be shocked. Okay, and then I—I <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm trying to think of the different. Folks coming back, always think of Georgia. Who's at Georgia? We don't know yet. The Alabama quarterback. Um, who, who who are the others involved?
2: Caleb Williams is the favorite at plus five fifty. At plus one thousand are LSU quarterback Jaden Daniels and Texas quarterback Quinn Ewers. <laughs> then after that, uh, LSU quarter. Uh, excuse me, Florida State quarterback Jordan Travis and. And Clemson's Cade Klubnik are tied at plus 1,400. Drake May and Bo Neck's right behind them at plus 1,600. So Caleb Williams a favorite, but Jaden Daniels and Quinn Ewers are second <laughs> tied for second Heisman favorite. So the, Unbelievable. Uh, Texas Longhorn hype train has is, is left the station, and it's yeah. already going about 1,000 miles an hour.
1: All right, well, we got another hype train. Let's talk some <laughs> Texas Tech football. And
5: let's talk it with Joey McGuire, head coach at Texas Tech. That is next. ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers.
7: Did you know there are more Lego figures than there are actual people on Earth? Did you know that a well-known fast food chain once created bubblegum-flavored broccoli? Or how about that gorillas burp when they're happy? Hi there, this is The Foundation Doctor, and I like teaching you new things. When it comes to foundation repair, there are a lot of things to learn and you can get overwhelmed in a hurry. What kind of peers? How do they work? What kind of warranty? What about my plumbing? Don't get overwhelmed. Don't get sucked into that vortex of this guy versus that guy or this method or that. At The Foundation Doctor, we offer more methods and options than anyone in town. We've been doing this a long time and we know what works. Let us teach you what we know and guide you through this most challenging process. It doesn't have to be painful. So give the doctor a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com.
11: So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call.
2: There's
11: a lot of talk right now about AI and how artificial intelligence is gonna take over the world and take people's jobs. Hi, Jay here from Pickup Outfitters, and I can tell you one thing. At Pickup Outfitters, we just say no to AI. We believe in TI. Truck Intelligence. At Pickup Outfitters, we have real people with real intelligence and real accessories to outfit your truck. Nothing artificial here. But you know who does use AI besides Skynet? All those websites trying to sell you accessories online. So ask yourself, every time you make a purchase online, are you helping to fund the Terminator? If you really want to outfit your truck and save humanity, come to Pickup Outfitters. We match most manufacturers' online prices with no shipping charges. And every part purchased and installed at Pickup Outfitters comes with our free warranty assistance and a lifetime installation guarantee. Pickup Outfitters, 100% truck intelligence. Keeping it real at 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco
5: from the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios. This is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show.
0: The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Helbert Barbecue, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Marineland Boating Center, Myatt Fuels, Schmalches Sandwich Shop, Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. On his Matt Mosley, Matt Mosley Show, joined now by Texas Tech head coach
1: Joey McGuire. And coach, great to to have you back on the show. Have you made it back from Lincoln, Nebraska? I mean, you never know where Joey is as you make your (laughs) way kind of across the country. But uh, we're excited to see you at Media Days in a couple of days. And uh, welcome back to the show. Thank you, man.
12: Thanks for having me. No, I'm I'm actually uh, still hanging out in Lincoln, Nebraska. Uh, got to watch uh, the, the Corn Huskers work out yesterday and uh, watch them run this morning and just spending some time with uh, with my son and and then we'll fly into media days and, and uh, excited about that.
1: All right. Tell me how how's Garrett looking out there if you haven't to uh... You you kind of like to, I bet you love to observe him and and uh, see him in his element. Uh, he's really become a, a valued coach there on Matt Rule's staff. How fun is that to kind of get to watch him in action and then and then watch some of those workouts? Uh, and uh, I mean that's that's got to be a lot of fun uh, to be a head coach and have your son at a program like that.
12: Yeah, it is. It's a lot of fun. You know, it's uh, really being dad. Um, more than anything, I haven't, uh, you know, I haven't seen where he lived until now and um, haven't met any of his players. So I've got to meet all his players and, you know, check out his apartment and and really just be dad. Just watch him, uh, you know, proud dad moments of watching him um, work. And, you know, they had a little OTA football school yesterday and, and uh, got to, you know, watch him talk to his players and, you know, different things that they've got going on. And so it, it's fun you know it's i'm proud of him and you know i'm excited for nebraska i mean you and i both know matt rule very well and uh there's there's no better guy to turn programs around and you know he's he's about to be on his third uh turnaround and i think uh people are going to see results uh really fast here at nebraska
1: all right does he have a smock does he does he do it <laughs> does he do a summer smock or not
12: I don't know. That's going to be interesting. You know, he's going to come up with something, man. Um, that's going to be that's going to be interesting what he does. But I, I know that uh, he'll have these guys ready to go. Um, you know, they they play they open up Thursday night in Minnesota, and you know we play on a Saturday, so that's going to be good too. Because uh, Debbie uh, is going to get to watch uh, Nebraska, Minnesota, and then fly to Wyoming and watch Texas Tech and Wyoming. So it's going to be good. She's going to get to see her son coach his first game.
1: Man, that's gonna, That will be a lot of fun. Now you've been doing some, you've been officiating weddings. Um, I, I mean, I'm sure you have to get ordained. You have to have your license to do these things. I, I was reading that story in the morning news and I was like, dang, I did not know Joey was doing so many weddings. Your, your daughters, James Lockhart, famous Baylor player, defensive end, there's another player mentioned. Now how many weddings have you done in all now?
12: No, I I didn't uh so I've done two. I didn't do my daughter's. I did Sam Tecklenburg's, you know, okay, Sam that's from it. Baylor. He's the one that started it, and James Lockhart uh did his uh last Saturday and then I'm actually doing Tyler Shuck's uh next April. And so um, you know, it Sam and, and Kelsey, his wife, are the ones that started it. They called me and asked if I would do it. And um, you know, I'd seen a couple of I, I watched Sam Harrell do uh, a couple of good friends of mine. And, and so when they ask, I said, yeah, I'll, I'd love to do it. It's a great honor. And I called Coach Arrow and said, Hey, I need some help, man. Send me some, send me some scripts of your weddings you've done. And uh, tell me what I need to do to get ordained. And, and uh, so did all of that. And man, it's, it's a huge honor. It was, uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, James and his wife now Amalia are two of my favorite people. And, and so it, it was a huge honor to be a part of that.
1: What's that love chapter? I mean, there's one chapter you got to work in there, right? And uh, oh yeah, yeah. And you yeah. and you got to do some Corinthians of
12: that. Thirteen four, yeah. First Corinthians thirteen four. That's the love chapter.
1: <laughs> I like it. I like it. I want to witness this sometime. I may crash Tyler's wedding just to kind of see that. I don't. I don't know if it'd he be would. In San uh,
12: Diego, so to be a good. It'd be a, uh, it'd be a good trip.
1: Yeah, I I like that. Now, speaking of Tyler, how is uh, – how I mean, how are things going with him? And I'm just wondering kind of how you've seen him, you know, grow since you first got to, you know, encountered him. Um, Just seems like you're very, very comfortable with him. And he seems comfortable. He'll be at media days. I'm glad everybody's bringing their quarterback, by the way. Have you noticed yeah. that? We got away from it for a little while. And then I've noticed like eight of the schools have their quarterbacks, which I think is a – is a fun thing, but where where do you think Tyler has grown the most? And it may even maybe off the field, some of that.
12: Well, you know, what's it, it's funny. He brings this up to me, you know, uh, going into offseason. He goes, you know, Coach, this is going to be the first time in my college career that I've had the same offensive coordinator back-to-back years. And, um, and you know, I, I didn't even think of it that way, but, you know, you could see definitely that that made a huge impact Um, he had a really, really good spring. Um, you know, he's a guy, um, that he spends a lot of time, you know, he, he reminds me for, for the Baylor fans. He reminds me of a Jalen Petrie and a Terrell Bernard from the standpoint of those two guys spent more time watching film and preparing for games than anybody I've ever been around. And, And Tyler's like that, you know, he is, he spends a lot of time in the building, um, it's really fun to watch him bring uh, Jake Strong, who is our our freshman quarterback. He brings him in and you know he was teaching the offense to him just as much as uh, Coach Kitley was and he brings in all the receivers in every day um, during the summer and they go through you know what's going on and he's just he's that type of leader and and you know has done a great job. but he just had such a good spring and it's taken on you know that leadership of the team uh, he's a very strong-willed kid he's a tough kid and so you know i'm excited i mean it, it's going to be really big for him uh to to be able to stay healthy and and uh, if he does then he's going to have a great great senior year
1: is there a crane or anything out at nebraska are they building anything i'm a little worried about <laughs> some of your decision making since we last talked um is that is that is that the? i mean that's got to be a crazy feeling for people that don't know joey climbed a crane how many feet were you up there what do we figure Uh, out
12: 220 220 feet 220 feet (laughs) Uh, they have uh they're actually building a new facility but they've taken the crane down or i would have tried to climb it too um you know i just (laughs) it was some something funny and i'm not i'm not scared of heights at all uh you know and so um they uh they came. Our creative team came up with it. I agreed with it, and then we were lucky enough to let the uh, the builder sign off. It was really it was interesting. I mean, because it became a big deal from the standpoint. I had to go speak with the safety officer. There were certain things I had to wear. Um, this is how we're going to climb it. Uh, we we really did not publicize it because they didn't want a bunch of people there, um, and so it just uh, it worked out that way and. It was fun, man. It was uh, it was pretty incredible to to be that high up and be able to see you know the city of Lubbock from that vantage point.
1: Were you freaked out? I mean, did you look down at all as you were climbing up, or did you just try not to look down?
12: No, I I, I would look down. I'm I really am, man. I don't know what it is. Uh, you know, I've I've I have not bungee jumped from uh, 220 feet, but I've bungee jumped from you know probably I think it was like 180, you know, and I was supposed to uh skydive and ended up hurting my back the week before I was skydiving and that was going into spring football, so I didn't do that. And so, you know, I'm just kinda of one of those guys, man, I kinda of like the adrenaline rush and and so uh when I got up there I looked down plenty of times and, and uh you know, checked it out.
1: The adrenaline. Yeah, that was uh <laughs> that was interesting to watch you up there. And they got some good photos of that and everything. I mean, I, I, that's just like you, to climb up there. And they'll probably use that as a recruiting tool. Um, it's pretty amazing. Speaking of recruiting, there's a lot of excitement around Tech, your 2024 class. What do you find in, Joey, that's, like, resonating with these young guys? In Central Texas, you're having a lot of success, back, even dating back to your Baylor days. Um, what do you find that that these guys – what's really connecting – these players and getting some of these guys excited about coming out to West Texas? Cause that, that wasn't always the case.
12: Yeah. You know, the one thing that um, we try to do, we try to make sure that uh, and it was part of my interview process of, of sometimes that we we're our own worst enemy of making excuses of maybe why you're not recruiting at a high level. And, you know, my point was um, Oklahoma state is recruiting. It was recruiting, at different times and definitely does recruit at such a high level. And you're saying it's easy to get to Stillwater, but it's not easy to get to Lubbock when, you know, when you're driving from Dallas-Fort Worth, which is a huge hotbed of recruiting, you're not talking about that much different time-wise, and you definitely don't have a direct flight into Stillwater, and you do into Lubbock. And so it's just one of those deals of, like, we just we come up with ways to, to – get people to understand that this is a great opportunity for you to come out. It's a great university. And, and uh, you know, it's been huge. You know, I remember in 2018, um, whenever Matt rule signed the fastest class in the country. And uh, we all saw it whenever all those guys went to the combine and we just did the same thing in the 2023 class, we signed the fastest class in the country. And so we just, I think it's one of those deals that we try to get parents to understand. I get an opportunity to get a free education from a great university. And, um, you know, we always look at who we're recruiting against and how easy it is for them to get to different places. I think it helps me because I had kids in high school at Cedar Hill recruited by a bunch of different people. And, uh, you know, for example, I had, you know, two really good receivers go from Cedar Hill to Ole Miss. It's a lot easier to get to Lubbock, Texas than it is to get to uh, Ole Miss, and so uh, if they can do it, we definitely can get them out to to Lubbock, and that's kind of our mindset, and it's worked really well. And you know, we just got to continue, we got to continue growing these guys and, and keep recruiting at a high level.
1: I mean, that system you have. Do you do you and Matt talk a lot about that? You and Matt Rule, your good friend. You do some things like he did. I'm sure you do things some things differently. Like where do where do they diverge your philosophies? Because you love some of the things he did, but where do y'all like maybe are not the same in in your approach? Because it's kind of remarkable, you know, some of the things that y'all do share. Where do y'all kind of diverge? Is there anything that you're kind of like? Oh, I I value this more than Matt does.
12: No, I think I mean I learned so much from him, and and the same of. Uh, uh, the way Coach Aranda did it. So I, we do a lot of things similar. I mean, we're always looking for good football players, but we're also looking for certain traits whenever you're talking about length and um, the build of possibly putting you know, weight on these players. But we want, you know, we're always going to try to find guys that can really run. Um, we're always looking for multi-sport athletes. Um, the one thing I think with me, um, we have grown uh, to where we have a personnel department that probably does more of the, hey, this is who we're going to offer. Um, so we probably differ in a little bit there. Uh, I saw that work whenever Evan Cooper was not coaching, whenever he was his, uh, D, his uh, player personnel guy. And then Evan went into coaching and our coach moved him on the field. And so I, I have guys like that, you know, James Blanchard, Brian Nance, Sean Kinney. He was at Alabama for six years, you know, so I think that's where we differ a little bit. But we're still when you're talking about recruiting, um, you know, we're always looking like 24 is a little bit different. But twenty fives it's always like twenty-fives, 26. They have a Nebraska offer because they're always looking for verified stuff like we are.
1: Yeah, is this team you have this year, I mean, in terms of speed, is it about one of the fastest teams? You you talked about the two thousand twenty three class being the fastest class ever, but just your overall team speed, where where are you with that? Because that's something a lot of coaches love to measure. I heard Coach Aranda talking about, you know, speed in practice and, and y'all measure that now. Where are you in, in the process as far as that's concerned?
12: Well, you know it's tough. That twenty nineteen and 2021 Baylor team was really, really fast. Some of the, you know, same guys that were fast on both years were, were those guys? I mean, Taquan Thornton and Ebner and, um, you know, Boogie and those guys. Um, we are a lot faster than we were last year as a team. Um, we're we're not as as fast as what we want to be. Um, you know, but I don't know if you're ever going to be. You're always looking to be faster. But we are. The one thing I can say is we're a faster football team than we were last year. And and then, simula- you know, the, being familiar with a system is going to allow you to play a lot faster, too. And so I think those two things, I think we're faster athletically, but we're also year two into the system. We didn't have you know, hardly any coaching change. Um, we definitely didn't have any scheme change as far as offense, defense, and special teams, so that's going to let us uh, play a lot faster also.
1: Joe McGuire joining the Matt Mosley Show, ESP in Central Texas. I, I get the feeling you like some of these expectations that are now on you all. You win eight games, win a bowl game. People are kind of excited about Tech, and you're ranked up there, I, I think right around maybe third in the conference. Um I don't sense that you mind that one bit and that, uh, and you don't feel like the players are going to think, Oh, we're, you know, look at us kind of thing. It seems like uh, Joey, you're really embracing that, that some people are saying, Hey, maybe tech could win this thing.
12: Yeah. You know, I learned a long time ago, this is going my 29th year uh, and man, you just made, you just asked a great question and made two really good points in the question is like one If you don't have expectations, that's not good at all. Like um, other than you expect to lose. So we're not talking about those expectations. We're expecting, you know, to win. And so you want those expectations. That can be a driving force if you handle them the right way. It's part of my job and my coaching staff's job is to make sure that our players, you know, understand how hard we have to work, uh, how humble we have to be, to meet those expectations. But if you're going to have me on one end or the other, um, man, I'm definitely going to be wanting to be on the end that uh, people expect you to win um, versus no expectations whatsoever. You know, there's very few times that you sneak up on people, um, you know, because uh, what you put on tape is who you are and good teams put good things on tape. And so you really are not sneaking up on anybody. So you'd rather, you know, have an expectation in the building that, you know, you expect to win. And so I think that's a lot, um, a lot with it. And I mean, we feel like we have a good football team. We have 18 starters back from the starting team that played Ole Miss in the Texas Bowl. And so that's a lot of experience. We're an older team. Um, we've added some really good pieces and then we feel like we've added some freshmen that can uh, make it an immediate impact. Um, there's not many, but there's a couple that can make an impact um, early in the season. So, we're, you know, we're excited about that.
1: All right. And I love that morning news story, by the way. Anytime you mention Jim Thank Wacker, you. that gets me going a little bit. That yeah, unbelievable no that he had. And, and um, I think we all really loved his energy. And you've talked about watching the Jim Wacker show. And you went to his camp all those years ago. And I'm sure when you're doing camps, you still kind of find yourself, you know, channeling some of that energy and everything. Now, I don't know if Jim – now, do you drink a lot of coffee? Was that what I was reading in that story? I mean, you're, I mean, you're, a, you're. A, I always thought you kind of had natural energy, but, but I've never like do, been to the. I, love...
12: <laughs> I do, but I love coffee. I really do, man. I, I, uh, I get it from, I guess, my granddad. I mean, there was not a time during the day, uh, you know, it's not one of those deals that ever affects me. Like, I can start, I can drink coffee at five o'clock or six o'clock at night and still be fine, you know, going to bed whenever I need to go to bed. So, um you know i just like the taste of coffee and and uh but it does help you know and rabbit our free safety that said that you know he's pretty funny dude um he's got a lot of energy too so i just try to keep up with those guys
1: and how's that car by the way the uh i think it was described (laughs) in that story as the batmobile but that that's a uh that's a, that's a car that came into being right around the time you were turning 50, and I understand it's turning the heads of some of your players and recruits. I mean, are you allowed to, like, put the players in there and give them a little joyride? Or, uh, I mean, are there any rules left in NCAA? <laughs> uh,
12: you know, you can always, uh, whenever they're on their official visit, if they're on their official visit, as long as you, you know, are able to drive. or You know, um, I always, you know, we have it at the house. Uh, and guys come over. Uh, we do an afternoon deal on Saturdays at my house. I got that from Matt Rule, and and so they always see it then, and I always drive it on Sundays into the office, so my players have seen it. You know, it's funny. I, I tell the players, and, and uh, I mean, it's just, you know, I think everybody, I think every single person in this world has probably thought at some person, point in their life, hey, I really you know, I want this, if I can ever be able to do this. And I never thought in my wildest dreams that, you know, I would always just talk about it. I never thought necessarily that, especially my wife, um, uh, you know, making it a surprise and and getting it. But I mean, that was my 50th birthday present. And and we had talked at different times in our, our, uh, marriage of like, you know, I always want to, uh, corvette man it'd be cool if i could get a corvette before i'm 50 years old and i don't know why you know it's just just something that's always been in the back of my mind and uh man i'm glad she was listening because it's a lot of fun you know and it's a it's a good conversation piece whenever you're talking to the recruits and you're talking to your players because you know they always have something like i always ask them like what's your one deal what is the thing that you think through and you know, of course, a lot of them like, "Hey, I want to get a car for my mom if I make it, or I want to get a house for my mom if I get the NFL, stuff like that." And so, it, it gets a good conversation going with these players.
1: You said the thing will go 185. You said you have not tried that in no, that story, no. Joey. I don't know if I'm totally buying that. I could see you kind of <laughs> getting out somewhere on the open road out there on the high plains and getting letting that thing go. Not nothing illegal, but what's the highest you've topped that thing out at can you say no and and i'll tell everybody to stop listening for a second
12: well i'll tell you it's nowhere close to where how fast it can go i mean i've been over a hundred in it but it's not uh you know the the um the the that really that thing can fly and what's crazy is it wants to go fast it's one of those deals like uh, i think the faster you go the better it drives and I don't you know I am an adrenaline addict, but that is not something that I've really ever uh, wanted to do now if I could get out on a test track or something like that, maybe but um, I don't trust myself driving ability that much to go that fast.
1: <laughs> Last thing I had for you, Matt Pallage coming back to Baylor yeah. um, what what did you what do you remember about Matt um, when y'all were there? Uh, together for a little bit, and and what do you think? uh How do you think? What kind of fit do you think he is? Because it's going from old grizzled veteran uh to a young guy, Matt Palage, and I think both are great coaches. But uh, what do you think, Matt Palage, uh, uh What should Baylor fans know about him?
12: Well, I love Coach Palage. Pow pow is what, I, what what I call him, and man, I'm going to tell you, I love that dude. He is one of the most. Um, he he is a phenomenal. Person, um, <clears throat> he is going to work um, as hard as anybody and outwork anybody. Um, he is so positive. He's a kid magnet. Pe- you know, players want to play hard for him. Um, my son absolutely loves Pauleach, and uh, you know, played some special teams for him. and And so, I thought that was a phenomenal hire. You know, and the thing with with Powell, is, you know, he, he understands, you know, uh, what his job is and what he needs to do. So it's not, he is going to have the players prepared um, and ready to go. Uh, I I really can't say enough good things about Pow, man. He is, he's something. And he was one of my favorites whenever I worked there. And, you know, I thought that was a really good hire by coach Aranda because he, he's a, he's a special person and a special coach.
1: All right, I've been hearing y'all are hanging around Lake Belton. I don't know, maybe there's a player there or something. So uh, y'all, you know, if you ever are around, please duck in and say hello to us because you know we we still miss you.
12: You got it, man. You got it. Well,
1: I I appreciate it and uh, look forward to seeing you at uh, at media days. And I'm just trying to I'm trying to see if there's some kind of stunt or something you'll probably come in there and be somewhat reserved but uh I'd like to cuz this this new commissioner he likes getting in with it doesn't he I mean there's he loves yeah, DJs gone, yeah and yeah. this guy he's brought some he's brought some energy do you what do you think by the way of those uh, the four new teams the 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 you know the some of the that've been around some of those guys some of those coaches I mean are you sensing they're going to come in and and uh and, you know be pretty tough to deal with right away
12: yeah. You, I mean, you know, we, we know for sure. Um, and when I say we, I mean, at central Texas and, and Baylor, I mean, playing BYU the last two years, we understand what kind of, uh, you know, team that is and, and they do a phenomenal job. And the thing with them is nothing's going to be over their head. I mean, they've played a national schedule. They played some of the toughest teams and, and they'll be ready to go. They're going to be a very physical team. Um, you know, the, All four teams have had great success over the last few years, Um, and it's going to be really interesting. I mean, you know, Houston probably – not probably. They should have been in this conference way before now. And and then you turn around, Gus Malzahn's a hell of a coach. I mean, he is a a ball coach, and um, you're able to recruit Florida the way they are. Uh, They're going to be a really fast football team. They're going to be very physical so it's going to be a lot of fun. You know, I'm excited. And I will tell you this, I agree with you. Um, our commissioner is one of a kind and he is, uh, he is, uh, doing great things. And, and I think you're seeing it. I think you're going to see it with the media market. I think they're, you know, I always loved what he said last year, the big 12 is open for business. And so I'm kind of waiting just like everybody else is to see what the next move is. But you know, I, I'm excited because I know we got the right person in charge of of what's going on.
1: All right, Joey, great to visit with you, and we will uh, we'll see you here in a couple of days as everybody gathers to to meet the uh, Red Raiders that you're bringing into town and and visit with the assembled uh, media. Should be a pretty large contingent there in Arlington. Thank you, Joey. Thank you, man. I appreciate you. I'll see you in a couple of days. All right, that sounds good. There he goes, Joey mcguire uh texas tech head coach in lincoln nebraska right now and uh, to see his son garrett who uh, a real up-and-coming coach and and uh, was out there with matt rule in carolina and has now made it to nebraska some of those other uh, names you heard evan cooper used to be at baylor now coaching at nebraska James Blanchard was at Baylor. Brian Nance played at Baylor, was on staff. And Joey has, uh, man, lots of Central Texas ties. And I can't talk if you're like, why didn't Mosley bring up the player from Lake Belton? Well, they can't talk about those guys yet. But uh, Micah Hudson, of course, is a player. Texas Tech is trying to land a five-star wide receiver out of uh, out of Lake Belton. Man. And, and by the way, if you want to see a cool story on Joey, the Dallas Morning News did one on him, and uh, just kind of about his background, about his life, and uh, some of the people that were inspirational to him. Somebody that moved into his town years ago, like in Crowley, and and uh, kind of got his life going in the right direction, and and got him thinking about bigger things, and and uh, pretty neat, pretty neat. His whole background and what he's and you know he did he wanted the Baylor job, did not get it. Dave Aranda got it. Uh, you know, I'm sure he wondered if he was ever going to get another chance to be a head coach. He gets it in, at Lubbock, and right now he looks like just a tremendous fit out there. All right, Matt Mosley's show, ESPN Central
5: Texas. Let's get you ready for the MLB All-Star Game. We'll do it next. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas.
0: When it comes to me and my money, I know the way it should be. I need a partner I can count on that's chance.
5: Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at CentexSportsFan.com. If you are the
8: do-it-yourself type and you need help finding a certain item to finish the job, remember Pioneer Steel In Pipe. Over 2,000 items are featured in their showroom, including hinges, latches, post caps, and ornamental iron from Spring Creek. Pioneer Steel In Pipe is also the location for welding rods and welding accessories. If you are looking for Makita power tools, grinders, and cutters, Kilma nuts and bolts, or primary and caulking for metal buildings, dropped by Pioneer Still and Pipe. Highway 6, Loop 340 South, Waco. My house is Spring is here and many of you are realizing it's time to replace those old windows. Before the hot weather gets here, call Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for years. Also, they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's right, 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas for a free
10: Looking for power, performance, adventure, or luxury? We've got it all at Allen Samuels in Waco. Shop the greatest selection of brand new inventory and find the vehicle that's right for you. Get amazing deals during the Make This the Summer sales event on new Ram trucks, Jeep SUVs, Chrysler sedans, minivans, or a sporty Dodge. At Allen Samuels, we're committed to taking care of our customers, and that means having as much new inventory on hand for you to choose from. Shop allensamuelsdcj.com or come in to see us today at Allen Samuels in Waco.
5: Now, back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas.
1: And that was good. That was good stuff. It's the Mosley Show. Uh, Mac Rhodes on the docket tomorrow, Baylor Athletic Director. We'll hear from Mac, we'll hear from Dave Aranda. Uh, I think on Thursday, we'll be doing Big 12 Media Days, and uh, the athletic director at Cincinnati is going to be on with us. And I think the new head coach at Cincinnati is going to hop on as well. And uh, uh, Aaron, it just turned out, uh, today I realized what happened. The SID at Cincinnati used to live in Dallas and listen to my radio show uh, when he was working and living in Dallas from, I don't know, 2000. 10 to 2015 or something like that so that was kind of neat he saw my name and he said i wonder if that's the same guy and it turned out to be so he reached out offered us some cincinnati bearcats aaron we'll have to uh so this will be fun and then it'll start hot and heavy tomorrow aaron i believe the head coaches start talking at about 1 or 115 they'll go all the way till our show starts and so aaron will be uh i'm sure i'll make this as difficult as possible but ward <laughs> and i and john will try to record all this or the easiest aaron would be if they actually put these things in a Dropbox or you know make it uh house the interview somewhere you know they will but uh we'll get it all figured out and um uh, um i probably shouldn't be trying to figure it out on the air but we'll get it aaron will have it and uh and we'll get it going and we'll let you hear from a lot of people and then mac will be on live tomorrow at five we'll be at AT at&t stadium where they're having this they're going to have a little mixer all right from like five to six thirty and Aaron, i wonder where everybody's staying i wonder where the big 12 media hotel i mean i surely all these people from k-state kansas the austin folks have made their way in or they're making their way in surely these folks or the oklahoma folks will be spending some money uh in the metroplex uh Aaron, surely they want me to stop by whatever hotel bar or restaurant they're hanging out in and just kind of visit with them spend some time and show them around dallas where i've uh, lived for many years of course I spend a lot of time in Central Texas these days, so we'll kind of we'll show them a good time. Now, Aaron of note in Joey McGuire's time on with us, spent about twenty five to twenty eight minutes. May let you hear a little bit more of that. Uh, oh, tomorrow or Thursday, the Red Raiders are on Thursday, so we may let you listen to a little bit more of that. But um, I was just interested in him talking about the Tech quarterback Tyler Shuck. I mean, I that's pretty that's pretty amazing to uh to hear him talk about uh his the work that he puts in um is similar to Petrie, one of the greatest players of all time at Baylor and Terrell Bernard. And then the way he kind of Aaron has uh kind of taken the freshman quarterback, I think his name's Jake Strong, under his wing and kind of moves him around. And then I thought it was interesting, Aaron, to just talk about the momentum and what people, what are what's resonating with some of these recruits at tech. And, um, and then some of the speed, they said that that was the fastest class in the nation, Aaron. I think that's their claim for 2023. Um, and this tech team it just continues to get faster and faster. I think it's going to be fun because, Aaron, I don't think – I I don't really think there's much separation between Tech and Baylor this season. Now, I know Tech was favored – was picked. Aaron, what was it? Who was picked second in the conference? Was it was it Tech second or was Tech third? Uh, Texas was finished – was picked first. Oklahoma was up there around, I think, third. Where was Tech
2: picked? They were fourth.
1: Fourth, okay. Um, And the Bears come in sixth, TCU fifth. Um, You know, I I just kind of feel I'm sensing that that Joey is kind of liking those expectations. Tech has become kind of the sexy pick to perhaps win the Big 12 this year. What I'm telling you is, at least last season, the Bears went out to Lubbock, and kind of put it on the Red Raiders. Now, that was, when, that was when Bears got on a nice little run and they won some games and then they finished really poorly. I, I don't think Tech has necessarily moved ahead of Baylor. But I think because of all that recruiting and the fact Joey, I mean, Joey and Dave Aranda have two very different approaches. And I think both work. Dave is a cerebral. He's not going to be out there climbing cranes. Um, Aaron, how fa- how far did uh Joey say that was? Like 220 feet I mean, that's a wild deal. Now, I'm sure, Aaron, you always wonder what the tech people. I bet they wanted me to get more into the O line and the D line and the the DBs and who's emerged and and, you know, all that. And that's okay. There'll be time for that at some point. But I just kind of wanted to catch up with Joey. And I also thought, Aaron, it was interesting to hear him talk about Pallich. And, I, you know, of course, I, I figured they got along well and had a good relationship. But that his son loved him. That he calls him Pow Pow. And uh, just seems to think that Pallage is going to end up doing a great job for the Bears. They're going to be prepared. Um, He called him a, quote, kid magnet. Um, I think all those things, Aaron, have to excite Baylor fans because we heard a lot about Pallage's energy, what he brings. Um, Ron Roberts is no longer here. Really good coach. He landed quickly at Auburn, but he did not, there was something he was not doing, which if you read between the lines, it was, he wasn't maybe connecting with the players like they needed him to. Baylor wants to do this differently. And I think Joey's trying to do it differently. I do think some of that person over player and all that, I mean, Joey's trying to do some of that as much as possible. Aaron, did you hear the little bit of difference as he talked about rule? Kind of think I heard what he was saying. I think Matt, I think he was involved at every single level of the program and knew every single thing, every recruit, everything. I think Joey lets some of the, you know Br- Nance and Blanchard and some of these analysts tell them who they need to be recruiting. That doesn't mean Joey's not involved and doesn't meet them and doesn't like to see some film and what they're up to. But I'm just saying, I think I think kind of Joey's not quite as just. Um, Matt just cannot keep his hands off everything. And that's and that's, that's not a negative. I just kind of got the sense, Aaron, when I kind of asked that question about where their paths diverge, I think that's it. I think Joey's doing more um, kind of, you know, letting his staff do its thing a little more than and then Matt Rule. Now, Matt Rule has a great staff and all that, and he leans on them. But I'm just saying, I'm talking about all this recruiting and all the analysts. I think we would be shocked if we knew how in heavily involved Matt is. Now, I still keep up with Matt and visit with him every once in a while. But, you know, once Matt was gone, he was gone. That's Matt. That's Matt Rule. Now, Joey is just not quite wired like that. Joey might try to kind of move on, but Joey is still – he loves people at Baylor. He likes Aranda a lot. He likes those players he had at Baylor. Joey is not wired like Matt in that respect. Joey's a huge tech guy, don't get me wrong. I mean, he's, he's, he's enormous. But Matt is what you call kind of a, a mercenary. All right? And don't even – that sounds negative. I don't really mean it that way. But when Matt left Waco, Texas, he was done. He was done. He might come back if he's on a recruiting trip and come through town and say hello. But that phase of Matt's life is over. I mean, it's done. And and he might think back fondly on some of those moments, but Joey's not like that. Okay? So that's a nice way of saying, Aaron, Joey... If, you're, if you try to reach out to Joey, he's going to do everything in his power to come on the show and all of that. Matt, I think we'd have to jump through 27 different hoops, and I'm not going to do that. But I like Matt, and I'll and I tell you what. When I had my accident and all that, Matt was one of the guys checking in immediately. So uh, I do think what he did at Baylor was amazing. And now Aranda's <sighs> – Aranda's, Aranda had that huge year – With Joey and Sean and Matt's players. It doesn't mean... Now, again, I give him full credit. Petrie wasn't Petrie until that season. He was a really good player. But Jalen Petrie became one of the greatest players in Baylor history in a year he was with Aranda. Bernard, I mean, all these guys were just at a different level. Um... But, and I and I can't tell you, Joey McGuire loves those guys, those former Baylor players. He cannot get enough. And, in fact, some of these current Baylor players, like when we asked him last year about Richard Reese, he could not stop talking. And, of course, Richard Reese was the one Baylor player named to the first team preseason uh, All-Big 12 team. Now, by the end of the season, um, I, I don't. Aaron, who is the Big 12 first team quarterback? I mean, I don't understand Daniels,
2: the Kansas quarterback.
1: Yeah, 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 I do love him. Okay. I I this will be somewhat controversial cuz people will say I'm homering it up. But there's no reason Blake Shapin can't be better than Quinn Ewers this year. And I know they got great receivers, I get all that. But Blake Shapin is poised to be a tremendous quarterback in this conference, and I don't think people are are giving him enough credit, enough props. All right, we got to say good night. Been a fun Tuesday. we I mean, uh, basically we started our media days today, having Joey on. Then we'll do media days tomorrow. We'll do media
5: days Thursday. But next we got to do the dismount. This is ESPN Central Texas. Sometimes we say that a person has a wealth of experience.
11: I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Accumulating wealth is like gaining experience. Both demand hard work. If you'd like to grow your hard-earned wealth, let me put more than 25 years of experience to work for you.
6: Caleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA, SIPC
5: it's more than just your lawn it's your fair way to heaven it deserves the kubota z400 class leading speed agility a powerful transmission simple deck height adjustments and a quality cut when you need comfort convenience and performance then you need the professional grade kubota z400 visit your local kubota dealer today go to kubotausa.com for full disclaimer WC Tractor, now with six convenient locations to serve you. Find us at wctractor.com.
6: Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. I just wanted to take a quick second and tell you guys that we are available. We have appointments. If you have any questions about cracking your sheetrock, doors sticking, or if you're looking to buy a home and you have concerns, please feel free to give us a call. We'll send somebody out to take a look. Our number is 254-235-4922, or you can find us at fixitjimmy.com.
5: You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. It's time now for the Dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. What is Matt Mosley? The Matt
1: Mosley Show. Let's watch the All-Star Game. Check it out. Uh, Rangers fans, this is for you. It's a good night for you. You'll see Evaldi out there pitching at some point. Uh, Garrett Cole's going to get the start, but uh, Rangers will have five position players in the starting lineup. Aaron, is that right? Seeger, Simeon, Heim, um, uh, Josh Young. Is there anybody else? Oh, Ad- Adolis. Adolis, yeah. Golly, isn't that amazing? Adolis Garcia. And so you'll have the leadoff hitter, the cleanup hitter, the number six hitter, and the, uh, I think the, well, actually the number eight and nine hitters. All Rangers. So much fun. All right, everybody. Have a great evening. We'll see you tomorrow live from Big 12 Media Days in Arlington, Texas. Good night,
5: everybody. Thank you, Aaron. It's time for today's Modern Media Big 12 football preview. Here's the...